This week's Daily Info Oxcast, your weekly roundup of all the best events happening in and around Oxford. And you've just heard, of course, our lovely jingle from the Young Women's Music Project. And later on in the podcast, you'll actually hear some of this week's events being told to you by them as well. So listen out for that. But let's start. I've got this week Maxim Music and Mombazo. I'll be talking about seals, slaves and steamers, which doesn't give you much insight into what I'm talking about. Meanwhile, I've got festivities and farce. Uh, But just a reminder that we are currently running a competition on Daily Info. This is to win a festival pass to the MCS Arts Festival Oxford, which is starting on the 20th of June and running until the first week of July-ish. It's a chance to win a pass worth £150 to be able to go to pretty much all of the events. And you just have to answer one simple question, and there's a link to it from our homepage. We are closing the competition tomorrow, so um, this is your last chance to get your answers in. Um, You also might have seen that MCS was actually on fire yesterday, but we do hear that all of the events will be going ahead. They just might be moving a few of the venues for the Arts Festival. Now, the Oxford fact is actually uh, related to Magdalene College School this week as well. I thought I'd theme it in. And at MCS, there is a game that is only played at Magdalene College School. It's called King Ball. And Wikipedia explains that the game is played on a court that is very distinctly shaped. It doesn't really explain (laughs) how it's shaped, though. The ball, a tennis ball, is bounced around the court and the players progress up the shaped squares, although in fact only two of them are rectangular, until he is in the king square. The seven squares are, in order of descending rank, king, queen, jack, big, pizza, (laughs) evil and rabies. So it then goes on to explain the rules, which don't really make sense unless you can watch the game, I think, probably. But there is a permanent painted court at MCS, and it's estimated to have been played there since 1871. I think the rules change a little bit each year. From year to year, they sort of adapted a little bit. But if there are any old Waynefleets out there who can explain a little bit better about King Ball to us, that'd be pretty interesting. Although I bet they'll just try and make it more confusing. Do you have to play it? Is it like an initiation thing? Well, it says that um, it's normally played by people's aged between 8 and 13, and yeah, everyone, everyone plays it in playtime. Yeah. That's the Oxford fact. Although I do have another kind of related fact, although I'm not sure it's a fact, uh, that the head boy at Magdalen is allowed to graze a goat on the lawns. Graze? Yeah. So bring his own goat in? Bring his own goat and attach right. it to a post and let it graze. But I, I haven't actually substantiated that fact, so... <laughs> Well, let's start our events then. Um, yeah, so to kick things off, this week is Bike Week. It's a nationwide event to promote and encourage cycling. And there's a whole range of events going on all around Oxfordshire. So if you want to get involved in cycling, but you're not entirely sure where to start, on the 19th, there's a Wheels for All taster session where people of all levels of ability or disability and experience are invited to try out trikes, bikes, tandems, hand cycles and transporters at the Horsepath Athletics Ground. If you're feeling adventurous, on the 18th at Cheney School Field, there's going to be a Yoga for Cyclists session where at 6pm, two different rides of different difficulties will leave and at 7, they'll reconvene for an instructed stretching session. And finally, if you like bikes but you don't particularly want to cycle, uh, this might be the event for you. Also on the 18th, between 6 and 9pm, the Launchpad at the Saeed Business School will be hosting a bike-based hackathon that's completely free to attend. So uh, if you cycle already or if you're entirely new to it, there's something for everyone to try. You can visit oxfordbikeweek.co.uk for more information and, of course, the full programme. 
wait a minute, yoga on a bike? Um, Are you doing yoga while you're cycling? Well, it's actually yoga so. for cyclists, so sort of to stretch after you. Oh, okay. Less okay. dangerous. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, maybe yoga on a bike is a sort of thing. It'd be like a circus. Well, anyway, that is also Bike Week this week. Um, something for Friday, though, Maxim Vengeroff will be playing with the Oxford Philomusica at the Sheldonian. This is really exciting because Maxim Vengeroff is an amazing violinist. He's been described as the greatest living violinist. A lot of people will know him. He was born in Western Siberia and, like most prodigies, started learning the violin at the age of four. He also plays the viola and is annoyingly good at that as well. The Oxford Philomusica, this is their 15th year. They're one of the leading orchestras in the UK. They're conducted by Marius Papadopoulos, and it's great that these two can come together finally. So the concert, which is going to be at 7.30 at the Sheldonian on Friday, will be of Sibelius's Violin Concerto in D, which some people may know. It's quite typical Sibelius, kind of Finnish, stark music. You can imagine walking around in the snow, Game of Thrones style. How's um, it go? No, I'm not, I'm not going to sing it. <laughs> I know I've sung on the podcast before, but I'm not sure people liked it. It's the only concerto that he wrote, I think, and it's got a really impressive cadenza, so Maxim can show off his great virtuosic style there. Um, for us non-musical people, what is a cadenza? It's a bit... I'm not going to be able to describe this in official terms now, but it's a bit in the piece where the soloist can play a bit on their own without the orchestra, and it's particularly virtuosic. It's really hard. Thanks for translation. Cool. <laughs> They're also going to be playing Berlioz's Symphonie Fantastique, which is a dreamy love story and apparently was written when Berlioz was on opium. This piece expresses Berlioz's unrequited love for the actress Harriet Smithson. Not, who, a, not his love for opium then. Maybe that as well. Who he saw playing Ophelia in Hamlet and then fell madly in love. Although when they eventually married, it was terrible and uh, very bitter and then they divorced. But anyway, it's a really nice piece. It's also, there's bits of it in The Shining as well. So you might recognise some of it from that. So this is Maxim Vengeroff and the Oxford Philomusica at the Sheldonian on Friday night, 7.30pm. Tickets cost between £15 and £50 and are probably selling out quite fast, so I recommend getting them quickly. But looking ahead to the weekend, starting on Friday and running till Sunday the 28th of June, it's the Wolfcott and Whiteham Midsummer Festival. This is the festival's 13th year, and the theme this year is travel. There are literally tens of events which can be found online at wolvercott.org, but I thought I'd just highlight a few for the weekend. On Saturday, between 1 and 5pm, there's going to be fun on the green between Goose Green and the Village Hall, where you can bring a picnic and listen to the Kennington Brass Band. But there'll also be a lot of activities for children, including archery, skittles, face painting, maypole dancing, a dog show, races, and really excitingly, tug of war. Um, which starts at 4.15 if you want to get there prompt for that. <laughs> Meanwhile, on Sunday, St Peter's Church will be hosting a special family-friendly concert followed by tea at 2.15, while the Baptist Church just across the village will be hosting local classical musicians from 12 noon. For more on the programme, you can visit wolvercott.org and it is perhaps worth mentioning that a community bus will be available free of charge for a lot of the events. So if you want to book that, if you live maybe near Whiteham and you might have some difficulty with the local bus services, that's available. So what makes it a travel theme? The introduction at the start of the programme. <laughs> <laughs> I see, I see. Hopefully not a travel disaster. Hopefully not. Favourite genre of film. Those podcast enthusiasts that get the reference there. So that's the Wolvercote Festival. There's another festival on this weekend. In fact, there's a few. We're going to be just doing festival after festival. We've got yeah, one each. Now. Yeah. 
So mine is the Tandem Festival, which is running from Friday to Sunday at Hill End. This festival brings together eco-friendliness and the arts. So encouraging eco-living and also showcasing lots of music and other things. And all the performances that are during the day, the, the festival organisers have encouraged them to be acoustic performances. But then during the night, I think they can plug back in. So the festival is going to have lots of music, but there's also theatre, dance, writing workshops, talks about eco-living, um, showing some films as well, art, so all kinds of things like that. And people and some of the acts as well are coming from all across Europe to this festival. So it's not just Oxford, although there are some local bands playing as well. And the people coming from across the country and beyond are... Um, mostly coming in an eco fashion as well. So apparently there's uh, people cycling over from parts of Europe. So that is quite effort. exciting and a lot of effort, yeah. Not for me, but for those that can. Well and everyone from Oxford as well is, is encouraged to cycle. And I think, you know, if there are people coming from across Europe, you could probably manage to cycle up to Hill End from Oxford. So it's £20 for a day ticket um, and then there are various prices going up to £75 for the full three days plus camping um, and you can also get deals on family tickets as well. So this is the Tandem Festival running Friday till Sunday at Hill End. And on Saturday and Sunday, The Perch is going to be hosting their own festival as well. Uh, this is the Irregular Folk Summer Sessions Weekender. It's in the third year now, organised by Irregular Folk. And folk doesn't mean folk music in this sense. It just means people. So irregular people okay. and weird, interesting summary music. Uh, so some of the performers over the weekend will be C. Duncan, Emma Gattrell, Laura Moody, Bastard Geist, Rainbow Reservoir, Esther Joy Lane and many more. And it's all going to be hosted by George Chopping who people may know. Um, there's going to be Ales on Tap from Loose Cannon Brewery in Abingdon. And at the end of each night, there's going to be a boat bus put on by Salter Steamers to take you back to Folly Bridge. Cool. So on Saturday, it's leaving at 11, and on Sunday at 10.30, and there's going to be a bar on that as well, which Ooh. would be pretty cool. Uh, so the boat costs £8. Entry to the festival costs £20 for a day ticket, £35 for a weekend ticket, um, plus booking fee. Um, and it's then, then it's more on the door. You also get 10% off food at the perch with your wristband and you get a free programme. And if you want to hear Vez from our regular folk talk a little bit more about the organisation and some of the uh, other cool events they put on, you can hear an interview with her in the Oxcast Extras from a little while ago. That's on Saturday and Sunday at the perch. If you want to find out any more about any of these events or others that are happening this week and beyond, you can find them on our website under the What's On section. You can also follow us on Twitter, like our Facebook page by searching for Daily Info Oxford on both. And we have just set up a new Instagram account as well. So you can uh, follow us on Instagram and uh, share your pictures with us and see what we're up to. And remember to get your entries for our MCS Arts Festival Oxford competition in as it closes tomorrow. But these next two events are going to be brought to you by the Young Women's Music Project. So I will let them explain what's going on this weekend. So what have we got on Sunday, Tess? On Sunday at the Pegasus, it's an event called Reigns, which is some um, local youth showcasing some music pieces. It's been running for two years. Um, it's on Sunday at 6.30pm. If you book, then the price should be £3, but if you turn up the door, £4. Uh, you're likely to come across some acts like BG Records, which is a local alternative and hip-hop record label, 
Young Women's Music Project, iRocks, which is an after-school project based at Oxford Academy School, Ready Pop, which is a Reading-based music project, Bista Rock School, Rashid, who's an acoustic singer-songwriter, and Bert Cope, who's a DJ. So you've got a good mixture there of different acts, whether it's your first time to a gig or whether you're a parent supporting some young people that are performing, it's definitely worth coming along to because it gets very busy and it's just a nice eclectic night. Nice. And it's been a sellout before, so yeah. maybe get your £3 advance tickets. Do it. So just to recap then. Um, Pegasus Theatre, Sunday at 6.30. We would like to talk about the Magdalen College School Arts Festival and it runs from the 20th of June to the 5th of July. The opening days are Bond Square where there's free entry and the entire event includes events such as music, drama, poetry and literature, comedy and entertainment, art and film, dance workshops and tours. So this event was established in 2009 and it aims to show creative and cultural events for Oxford's many communities. Many events this year are united by a focus on Oxford roots and heritage. On the opening day at Bond Square, there will be many performances from many different artists and there will be also events and activities that you can take part in. One of the um, artists playing is a project called Young Women's Music Project. The Young Women's Music Project is a charity that aims to inspire and empower young women using music and other forms of creativity. The project is actually a charity and is run by Zara Tarani and was established in 1999. There are regular sessions on the first and third Monday of every month in Studio Blanco at St Clement's. Our set on the 20th of June is from 1pm to 1.45 with a solo featuring Mary James. The actual opening celebration begins at 11.30 and for more information please visit artsfestivaloxford.org. We'll be down there on the day so we hope to see you there. Thank you very much to the Young Women's Music Project for telling us about those last two events. We went down on Monday and did a little podcast workshop with them, which was very exciting, and they may possibly be recording their own podcast now, so watch their space and ours for more information. On Sunday night at the New Theatre, Reginald D. Hunter is going to be performing. Uh, I don't don't think I need to say too much about him. Um, People will have seen him all over TV. Um, He's a really funny stand-up guy. Tickets cost twenty seven ninety if you want to go along, and it starts at 8 o'clock. Last time he was in town, we actually invited him to our Christmas party, which he accepted on Twitter, but then he never showed up. So I think I'm going to ask you again, Reg. You are very welcome to come along to our Christmas party this year. We'll be in touch about the date and venue, and hope you can come along. He come to the Calorie Carnival with us, if you want. Yes, if you want to come to the Calorie Carnival, which is on the 5th of July, we've got a pretty sweet spot on our balcony of our office. And for more comedy, looking forward to next week, the award-winning Mischief Theatre Company will be coming to the Oxford Playhouse. Now, Mischief Theatre just won the Olivier Award for Best New Comedy with their hit The Play That Goes Wrong at the Duchess Theatre, and next week they're bringing their new show, Peter Pan Goes Wrong, to Oxford. Broadly speaking, it's a farce and a play within a play, sort of in the same vein as Michael Frayn's Noises Off. The plot, like the play that goes wrong, revolves around the Cornley Polytechnic Drama Society, who are now attempting, without much success, to adapt J.M. Barry's swashbuckling tale of lost boys and pirates for the stage. 
This particular production has been touring the UK, and the reviews have been relatively positive, praising in particular the physical comedy, but compared to Noises Off, it's less on the wordy side and more on the slapstick, so this is a show for families. So, you know, Peter's flying doesn't go to plan, Nan and the dog gets stuck in the dog flap on uh, exit from the stage, <laughs> and uh, Mr Darling almost strangles himself on his bow tie. It's on at the Playhouse between the 22nd and the 27th, with matinees on Thursday and Saturday. The performance lasts for two hours, 15 minutes, uh, with an interval, and tickets cost between £11 and £26. And we should have a review up for this by early next week as well, so you can read that and then see if you want to go along. But now moving back to the new theatre, the show Inala is going to be there on Tuesday and Wednesday next week, so just two days. This show premiered at the Edinburgh International Festival in 2014, so not too long ago, and it was a complete sellout. It celebrates 20 years of democracy in South Africa and it's a collaboration between Ladysmith Black Mombazo and the multi-award winning choreographer Mark Baldwin and it uses current and former members of the Royal Ballet and Rambert. So it's uh, music and dance, it's like a Zulu ballet and it's got lots of different cultures and musical and dance styles all working together. It's had great reviews and we're sending our reviewer along on Tuesday as well and it's at 7.30 each of those days. Tickets cost between 22.90 and 42.40, and you should probably get your tickets quickly because it will sell out again, I'm sure. This is Inala at the New Theatre next Tuesday and Wednesday. Now, this last event is running until the end of June, and is, it is to commemorate the 800 years since the signing of the Magna Carta on the 15th of June, 12.15, that's the year, not the time. Um, <laughs> but at the Western Library on Broad Street, there are going to be two of the Bodleian Library's Magna Cartas. Now, there were various revisions that were released after 1215 in just the immediate years afterwards. And at the Magna Carta 800 exhibition, there's going to be the engrossments, which are like the originals, of the 1217 and the 1225 Magna Carta's on display, along with a load of other stuff, um, including stuff that has never been on display from the Bodleian before, and it's an exhibition all explaining the context and importance of the Magna Carta. You can see, go to the exhibition any time during the opening hours of the Western Library, which are 9 till 7, Monday to Friday, and 10 till 4 on Saturday. And their other version of the Magna Carta is actually on display in the other exhibition at the Western Library, which is an exhibition showing some of the rarest and most important documents that the Bodleian owns. So you can go along to either exhibition or both. Those are both running until the end of June, so you have a little bit of time to catch them. And if you want to find out about any more of these events or find a place to live or find a job, you can see all of these things on our website. If you go to any of these events, then you can submit a review of them, whether it's a play, a film, or if you're going to a restaurant, submit them to Daily Info and let other people know. And for regular updates, you can find us on social media. We're on Twitter as at Daily Info Oxford, also on Facebook and now Instagram as Daily Info Oxford. You can also subscribe to our podcast on iTunes to get it every week. And now just to play us out, we've got the jingle from the Young Women's Music Project. Mm. Mm. Daily, Daily, Daily Info Daily, daily, daily info. Mm. Daily, daily, daily info. Daily, daily, daily info. Daily, daily, daily info.